Hebrews chapter 13, starting in verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as you have. For He has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Verse 5, For He has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, And then verse 6 says, So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I want to talk to you tonight about how the Lord is our helper. You know, that almost sounds like somehow we're above God when you say something like that. Because typically the helper is not the one that is in control. But because of what this verse says, in verse 6 there, it says that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. So how does that apply? How do we see that in our life? Well, do y'all ever feel like you're in a battle all by yourself? Do you ever feel like you're struggling and you're all alone? Nobody's there to help you. Well, you need to be encouraged. You need to remember that what this Scripture says, the Lord is your helper. He's there with you. He's... Well, you can boldly say that, right? That's what it said. That's a promise that you can stand on. Something that you can build confidence and trust in that God is going to be with you. He said He'll never leave you nor forsake you. So those times that you feel like you're alone, the times that you feel like you're doing all the fighting by yourself, remember He's still right there with you. You know, there's a saying that people like to throw around the says if if God brings you to it, He'll bring you through it. Well, I don't know that that's actually in the Bible. But it's got a, a good thought behind it. It's a good principle. And what it really means is that God's not ever going to call you to do something that He's not going to provide the means necessary to do it. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 24 says... Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. How many of y'all know God's faithful? How many times have you seen that at work in your life? When, When God has called you to do something or instructed you to do something, have you ever seen God not be faithful in in somehow providing what you need to do it? Now, I've seen plenty of times that God didn't provide when it was something I wanted to do. But every time He's asked me to do something, He always makes a way. When it's God's will, He'll make the way. He's not going to ask you to do something that and leave you by yourself to do it. He's not going to leave you to your own devices, to your own, uh, own means of provision. He's going to provide what's necessary for it. Hebrews 10 and 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. 
Hold fast your profession of faith. Hang on to it. What's your profession of faith? My profession of faith is in Jesus. What He did for me. That's who I believe in. It's not in anything I do, not, no works that I have, nothing that any man has done. It's what Jesus did. What He calls me to do. So my profession of faith is in Him. So anything that He calls me to do, I can have unwavering faith, believing that He is going to fulfill whatever He called me to do. So, you say you're battling, you're struggling, feel like you're by yourself? Well, these Scriptures tell you otherwise. Now, if you're out there by yourself doing what you want to do, you can't blame God that He's not there with you doing it. You've got to get under His wing of protection. You've got to bring your life into subjection to what His Word says. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Notice the order that those come in. You've got to submit your life to God. You've got to be under His authority. When you step out from under the covering, you're on your own. God didn't leave you, you left Him. Notice that verse I just read you. uh, Hebrews 10 and 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Over in James, he talks about not wavering. Anything you ask that you, you ask without doubting. Nothing wavering. You've got to have that kind of rock solid belief and faith in who it is you're asking of. Who it is you're believing in. Deuteronomy 7 and 9. Y'all go ahead and turn over there. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. You know, this was written a long time ago. Way more than 2,000 years ago. But somehow, it must be magic. Somehow it still applies today. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. Know therefore, now this isn't a question, okay? He's saying, you need to know this. That the Lord thy God, He is God. Let's just break it apart, okay? Let's look at these individual pieces. You need to know first that God is God, okay? And, And everything that that includes, He is God. The faithful God. You know, it ain't by accident He included this stuff in there. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him 
and keep His commandments to a thousand generations. That's an awesome God. He's faithful. I would have a hard time keeping covenant with my generation. Okay? But for a thousand generations, that's how faithful God is. When He says, I'm going to do something, it's going to be done. It may not happen in your generation. It may not happen in the next generation. But you can count on what His Word says. He's faithful. The One that promised. He is God. See, the thing that makes the faithfulness of God so easy to understand is that God promises things that He can deliver on. Okay? You see, I can make a promise to somebody, but I can't see what the circumstances of next week are going to bring. I can say, Jerry, Friday night, we're going to watch a movie outside, man. It may rain next week. And then I'm going to have to call Jerry and say, Jerry, we can't watch a movie outside. We can still watch one inside if you want to. But see, I just broke my promise by saying that, right? God doesn't do that. First of all, God sees what's going to happen next week. God's not going to make a promise to you. And even if God made a promise to you and the weather changed, guess what? God can change it back. You see, that's what the faithfulness of God is all about. He has ultimate power, ultimate control, and ultimate knowledge. So when God speaks something into you, y'all ever have God promise you something? Listen, if you hadn't, you need to dig deeper and find something. Find something to hang on to. That's what makes this relationship with God worthwhile. When God makes a promise to you, whether He speaks to you in some audible voice, He reveals something to your spirit through Scripture, whatever means it might be, it might be somebody up here singing a song. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit quenches you in your heart and you just, oh my goodness. God just pours something into you. Whatever it may be, however He does it, He can do it however He wants to. But the thing is, when God makes a promise to you, there ain't nothing nobody can say to change your mind about it. When God pours something like that into you, can't nobody change it didn't happen. But you've got to hang on to those things with unwavering faith. How do you do that? How do you have unwavering faith when God's promised you something? You know how? Believing in who it is that made the promise. Believing that He is faithful. Believing that His faithfulness reaches outside of any circumstances that come up in your life. It goes past that and beyond it. Because see, when He made the promise to you, when He spoke something into your life, He had already took all of that stuff into account. He knows all of that stuff that's going to happen. There ain't no surprise in God. There ain't nothing you can say to Him that's going to catch Him off guard say, oh, Kevin, I didn't think about that. Let me rethink this promise again. It's not going to happen. See, when He makes that promise, He has all of that stuff already taken into account. 
That's the kind of God we serve. Remember, He is God. Sometimes we lose sight of that. We start trying to think of God in terms that we understand. You know what you do when you do that? You limit God. When you try to constrain Him to your ideals and, and the, what you can conceive of in your mind, you know God goes beyond the, the wildest thing I can dream up. I can't begin to fathom, even in my wildest dreams, what God's capable of. He's your helper. The Word says He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Y'all in trouble? You feel like you're in a time of trouble? He's there with you. Look for Him. The Word says also that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. I guarantee you, when I find myself in a time of trouble, I need to seek God. I need to be looking for Him. What did Jesus say? Look and you'll find. Knock and it'll be opened. You know what that tells me about God? It tells me He's not very far away. He's waiting on me. He's standing there waiting on me to reach out to Him in some means, some way. Either look for Him, go knocking on the door, something. He's waiting on us to make the move toward Him. So you find yourself in that situation where you're fighting a battle, you feel like you're all alone, remember, He's your helper. The Word tells that. It says in verse 6 of Hebrews 13, "...so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper." Remember, He is the faithful God, okay? I'm going to reiterate these verses a few times to you because I want you to get it in your heart. I'm not just trying to waste time and fill in a certain time segment. I want you to understand these Scriptures. Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations. That goes beyond what I can comprehend. I can't tell you the number of years it takes to see a thousand generations pass. I don't know. What do they consider to be a length of time for a generation? Do you all know? Okay. Time's a thousand. 30,000 years? Man. There ain't even been 30,000 years on this earth yet. <laughs> Praise God. It goes beyond what this earth has even seen. You see that? You understand that? Probably what it will ever see. Because I believe Jesus will come back before then. But that's how God is. He goes beyond what you can even comprehend stretches into eternity and that's how long he keeps his covenants how long his mercy lasts that's the kind of God we serve just like this morning that's why we serve him right 
because that's how great he is. I don't want to serve somebody less than that. You know why he sets the standard so high? Because he can. Because he knows nobody else can attain that besides him. Because that's how wonderful he is, how marvelous he is, how powerful he is. And yet he's our helper. (laughs) Man, that blows my mind. He wants to help me, right? He don't want me sitting out there struggling, standing by myself. He's there to help me. He's there to provide for me. He's my faithful helper. Man, God is faithful, y'all. Do you know that? God is faithful. Every time I've asked God, every time I've went to God, every time I've uh, turned from my sin and back to God, He's always been right there. I can count on Him. You know, sometimes that, that leads to a little bit of complacency on my side because I know He's always there. I know I can rely on Him. I know when I find myself... See, I I go my own way. I get off out there in trouble and then I turn back to God. And what happens? He's right there. That don't mean I should do that, but sometimes we begin to... Because we rely on Him so much, we begin to take it for granted that He's going to always be there to help us. Word says He will. We shouldn't, we shouldn't overlook His, His greatness. We shouldn't overlook His mercy and His power, just because of that. 